Hampi has been on my list of places that I wanted to watch for a long time now. It so happened that the chance came my way and in no time we packed our bags and left for Hampi. Hampi is the glory of the Vijayanagar Empire of the 15th century. Let me take you through it. I'm not going to talk about the place, the, the mode by which you can reach the place. You can find it on Google. I'm just talking about my experiences and how I loved Hampi. Hope you enjoy it. The temple's history is uninterrupted from the 7th century. The Virupaksha Pampa sanctuary existed well before the Vijayanagar capital was located here. Inscriptions referring to Shiva date back to the 9th and the 10th centuries. What started as a small shrine grew into a large complex under the Vijayanagara rulers. Evidence indicates that there were additions made to the temple in the late Chalukya and Hoysala periods also. The huge temple building was built by Lakhana Dandesha, a chieftain under the rule of Devaraya II of the Vijayanagar Empire. Hampi Bazaar is a unique attraction of Hampi. Located in front of Virupaksha Temple, the Hampi Bazaar is a well-known marketplace that spreads for more than one kilometer. It is one of the center of flourishing trade. It is a well-planned market area. The series of pavilions had an organized structure. Some of the pavilions were, were of two stories. It also had the residences of many rich and important people of that area. It was a market that catered to the demands of the rich as well as the general masses. If you are going to the temple, don't miss meeting Lakshmi. Lakshmi will take money from you and give you the blessings. Sasve Kalu Ganesha is a monolithic sculpture of Ganesha. The monolith has got four arms and is sculpted around Sasive Kalu or a mustard seed. The huge pedestal, the sculptor has carved the image in a manner that Ganesha is seated on the lap of his mother Parvati. But the image of Ganesha overpowers that of Parvati and she is almost inconspicuous. A few meters away from Sasive Kalu Ganesha is the Kadale Kalu Ganesha. Ganesha is carved out of a huge boulder and Kadale Kalu refers to gram seed in Kannada. The tall slender pillars of the mantapa are very well sculpted with the depiction of a daily life of a common man as well as various gods and goddesses of the Hindu pantheon. The pillars have early Vijayanagara Pushpa Podigai corbels. Very close to the shrine of Narasimha is an interesting shrine with a huge monolithic Shivalinga of nearly 3 meters height. The lower part of the linga remains in water throughout the year. The source of water is through a small canal drawn from the Tungabhadra river. The superstructure present is in a dilapidated condition. The Vukha Narasimha statue is one of the most imposing sculptures found in the ruined town of Hampi in Karnataka state. It is a monolithic statue and it was built during the rule of Vijayanagar Empire 
by Krishnadevaraya. The idol was installed by sage Krishnabhatta in the 16th century. Narasimha is depicted sitting in a yogic posture with his legs crossed in the spiral of a magnanimous serpent with seven hoods called Shesha. The heads are arched forming a cap on the head of Narasimha. The idol is said to have the statue of Lakshmi sitting on his left lap. But now this, this statue of Lakshmi is missing. The idol original is found in Kamalapuram Archaeological Museum. Elephant's table is represented by a homogeneous group of chambers with high arched facade with a lofty doomed, domed roof. There seems to be some Islamic inf influence on the architecture of the elephant stables. The Lotus Mahal is a blend of Indo-Islamic architecture. It has got 24 pillars supporting the palace and these pillars are carved with sea creatures and birds. The interesting factor about this particular structure is that on the first floor there is a water storage tank and the water from this particular storage tank comes down through the pipes and keeps the lotus mahal cool. The Hazara Rama temple was built in the 15th century by the king of Vijayanagara, Devaraya II, and it was, it was constructed as a simple structure. It had an Ardha Mantapa, however, it was later revamped. The temple, which is a distinctive temple in many aspects, has obtained its name from the multiple relics portraying the prime deity of the temple, Lord Rama. The relics also depict processions of horses, elephants, attendants, soldiers and dancing women taking part in the Dasara festival of that time. The Hazara Rama temple was built in the 15th century by the king of Vijayanagara Devaraya II and it was, it was constructed as a simple structure. It had an Ardha Mantapa, however, it was later revamped. The temple, which is a distinctive temple in many aspects, has obtained its name from the multiple relics portraying the prime deity of the temple, Lord Rama. The relics also depict processions of horses, elephants, attendants, soldiers and dancing women taking part in the Dasara festival of that time. The Pushkarani is a sacred water tank which is attached to the temple. Most of the major temples in Hampi have a Pushkarani built near them. The Pushkaranis were a prominent feature of the ruined town. Although I must confess, I've seen better step wells in Gujarat. Queen's Bath 
is a large square structure with a plain exterior and an ornate interior. It faces south and has a bath area of 15 meter square and 1.8 meter deep. The building is in Indo-Islamic style. Around the square bath in the middle are corridors and ornate balconies with cut plaster decoration projecting into the well. The Vithala temple is one of the most important temples found in Hampi. It is a massive enclosure with entrance gateways on three sides with lofty gopuras to the north, south and east. It is also known as Vitaleshwara in the inscriptions. The core of the temple was in existence from the times of Devaraya II, 15th century. Although this was built by Devaraya II in the 15th century, later kings added many new architectural edifices to the complex. Krishna Devaraya has made substantial additions to this. Apart from the main shrine, the temple has a Kalyana Mantapa, a Utsava Mantapa, a hundred pillared Mantapa and the much famed stone chariot with the Garuda in front. It is believed that when Sita was abducted by Ravana, she threw down her jewels as an indicator of the path that Ravana was following while abducting her. And these jewels were found by Sugriva. And Sugriva's cave can be reached through this gap. Unfortunately, the cave was kept locked and we could only see the locked door and come back. Anigundi is situated on the left bank of the Tungabhadra river. It was the first capital of the Vijayanagara empire and has many archaeological and architectural vestiges ranging from prehistoric to post-Vijayanagara period. Here is an aerial view from the top of the hill Anegundi. Anjanagri is a tall hill located in Anegundi. According to tradition, Hampi was identified with Kishkinda, which is the place where the monkeys lived in the epic Ramayana. And Anjana, the mother of Anjaneya, lived here on this hill, hence the name Anjanadri. It is a precipitous climb for a short person like me, 575 steps was a tall tall order. I manage it nevertheless. But there are so many people carrying babies in arms and small children, faithful devotees of Anjaneya, climb to the top of the hill. It is, I think, the faith that drives them there. Not to mention, I took a break in between and there I go, talking. The Daruji Sloth Bear Sanctuary was created specifically to preserve the sloth bears. This is spread over 80 kilometers and it is, there are several and there are several, several huge rocks which you find in this place. It is believed that when Rama went to Sri Lanka, he crossed this place and Jambavanta, the bear, 
who lived in this particular location joined the army and the sloth bears are descendants of jambavanta the sloth bears are not carnivores like the other bears they eat mainly termites and berries i believe they love sugarcane and during the evenings when it is time for the tourists to visit the place the vehicles are not in, allowed inside there is a watchtower wherein one needs to stand and observe the bears we managed to get a sight of about 6 bears and we also heard them roar i don't know what the what the sound is called it was a huge huge roar from miles away that we could hear when the two bears attacked one another there are many places that offer local food and we managed to reach three places one was manjunath khanavali the manjunath khanavali offers holi ghee which is called puran poli in maharashtra with a nice tablespoon full of ghee melted ghee put on that holi ghee it is finger licking good i'm sure your mouth will start watering when i tell you about it the other two places worthy of mention are nevedyam and hampi paradise enjoy the food enjoy hampi and take more interest in the history of your own country in the unesco heritage structure we found many squatters who were cooking their food and they were washing their clothes bathing in the tung in the tungabhadra river and hanging their clothes out to dry on the fences of the unesco heritage structure it's about time i think we took pride in our country surely the lawmakers can look into this and ensure that these things are preserved surely the squatters are sitting there for want of a shelter but something can be done about it if there is a will